jazzed up for part three on the Katie Speaking Goal Setting Series. This is amazing. I'm having such a good time with y'all. We are in the middle. If you've been following along with us, uh, watching one session after the next, uh, congratulations. We are at part three, and I'm so excited to be here because we are seriously getting into some real goal setting work. This is what it takes. You have to set aside the time. I'm so glad you did. And you will be so glad too. And if you've been sitting for a while, maybe just do some Tony Robbins arm pumps with me. Ready? (laughs) Here we go. We'll do a set of 10 arm pumps. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Okay. That was 20, not 10. I just got into it. (laughs) I just had a good time with it. And I hope you're having a good time too. So if you've been following along so far, we've gone from like the 30,000 foot view of our lives and the vision that we want for our lives. We've talked about the fact that we need to have a foundation, which is right relationship with God first. Before we set any goal, that is what is most important. And then once we have that foundation, now we get to say, okay, Lord, the world is our oil in the sense that you, God, has given us, have you've given me gifts, talents, limits, skills, responsibilities. How do I put these all together and live a life that honors you? And that is what we are really asking and discerning as we are going forward. So we've been talking about goal setting from the perspective of uh, dreams, like what is our dream life? So we just answered some questions about that. Who would we be with? Where would we be? How would we spend our days if there were no obstacles? And now we're going to go from that kind of very high level, maybe distant future goal setting all the way down to very practical goal setting. So you might have heard the term smart goals, but, and it's so funny, you know, um, I found um, some slides from years ago, like almost a decade ago. And in the slides was this thing called smart goals. Maybe you've heard of smart goals. It's actually an acronym. And I had completely forgotten about it until like two or three years ago, didn't even realize that we had, my husband had done a whole presentation on smart goal setting like a decade ago. That tells you where my head was. It was not in goal setting back then. (laughs) A decade ago, no. But I've been a life and business coach since the fall of 2019, and I absolutely love it. I have felt so empowered by it, and that is why I do goal setting with you here on the Katie Speaking Live True Podcast. So, okay, what is a SMART goal? First and foremost, it's specific. It's specific. You're going to want to write this down. A SMART goal is specific. It's measurable, measurable. It's attainable. It's something that can actually happen. It's something we can actually achieve. It's realistic. It's not ridiculous. (laughs) It might be ridiculous. I've made some ridiculous goals and they've happened too. But for our purposes right now, we are in the fine tuning of our goal setting series and we want to be realistic. We also want it to be timely. So today is May 10th, 2023. We have 17 weeks until Labor Day. And for the next 17 weeks, we want to have a vision that's going to carry us through of where we want to be in our health, in our uh, finances, in our faith, and in our family and relationships. Those are the big four. 
faith, family, fitness, family, and relationships. Those are the big four areas of life, the big four categories of life that that pretty much everybody, I, I, I can't imagine anybody not, building their lives upon those pillars. And so when you know that, it's just so much fun. You get to organize your life based on those big four categories. And it makes life easier in a lot of ways. So we have 17 weeks. And I just want to inspire y'all. For example, if fitness was one of your goals for the next 17 weeks, if you just lost one pound a week, just one pound a week for 17 weeks, that's 17 pounds. That's significant. And if you don't feel like that's possible, let me take a moment to indulge. A year ago, last May of 2022, I wrote on my goals board right here. These are some of my goals from 2022. Can you see? It says May 22, Katie goals. I've literally not erased this since I wrote it. So this is one of my whiteboards. I have four whiteboards. And on here, it says that I want to drop or release seven pounds, seven pounds. Now I was evaluating. I was looking on my phone last night and I realized that in May of 2022, I weighed 156 pounds. Now I am a short woman. I am five, four and a half, five, four and three quarters. So 156 pounds is big for me. And I got on the scale yesterday and I weighed 130 pounds point one. That means I have lost 26 pounds in a year. Isn't that amazing? 26 pounds in a year. That is amazing. Now, if you look at my app on my phone, and I do think this is important to share with you because sometimes when we hear about progress, we get really either discouraged or overly proud of ourselves. But I want to show you that it has not been a straight path. So if you look at my phone, this is where I track my my health goals right here. You can see there's it's a downward trend, but there was some up and there was some down. And if I go into like the six month data, it shows you even more that there was definitely an upward event that happened where I gained back weight and then it looks like a sharp turn downward. So for you with your goal setting, it's not about perfection. It's about progress. What is it that you are focusing on to get where you want to go? Because at the end of our lives, we're thinking about what we want our lives to be about. What do we want to be remembered for? And if you did the epitaph exercise at the end of session one of goal settings, um, then you have already written down what you want those around you to say about you and about your life. I want people to be able to say that I was faithful to the gospel, to sharing it and to training other people to share their testimonies, to write their stories and to create their own businesses of speaking and coaching and writing so that the gospel can go forth for more and more and more people. This, this is a variation of a dream that I've had since I was 14 years old and I want it to come to fruition, but I can't do that if my health is out of control. So because it's connected to a bigger vision, now I'm like, okay, yeah, 
okay, I'm not going to eat after sunset. Most times do I, do I sometimes have a snack after sunset? Yes. But the majority of the time I am thinking that I want to live to be 126 years old. I want my epitaph to come true. I want my life to be about serving God and helping others learn how to share their testimonies of God's faithfulness to them and the message of the gospel. That is what I want on my epitaph. So for you, what do you want on your epitaph that you can connect to very measurable, attainable goals in the next three months? So we're going to look at the big four categories. Let's start with fitness. And I want you to write this down. What does moving toward your dream in fitness look like for the next three months, the next 17 weeks? Does it look like committing to work out more? If so, how often would you like to work out? Um, Does it look like maybe doing menu planning and putting that on your calendar? Or maybe it looks like focusing on a dress size that you want to fit into a certain dress size or you want weight release or maybe like me, you're recognizing that it's easy to get flabby <laughs> and that I don't want to be flabby. I want my arms to be strong. Look at that. I took it. I feel like I'm so strong, but look at all this. I still have more to do to get fit. That's okay. Write down what you would like to see happen. So for me, I know that one of my goals, I've already written it down and I can show you. And you're good. If you're visual like I am, you're going to want to write a visual board. Now, I don't have any pictures on my board yet. But if you look on here, let's see, fitness, I've got, I'm very specific. I've got my, um, my weight goals on there. I want to learn a home workout routine that I can do anywhere to build muscle. Um, so I wrote on there that my goal is to live to be 126 years old. And then I want to continue monthly liver decongesting. I'm currently at 36 liver flushes. I want to be at 48 liver flushes by May 2024. So that is very specific, right? And yes, it's for 12 months, but you could make a decision about you. So what's it going to look like? Okay. So I think that, um, I know one thing I can start right now and I can write this down is I'm going to do 10 or more, oops, 10 or more push-ups, knee push-ups. Now don't get all on top of me. I know I can't do regular push-ups yet, but I can do knee push-ups. I know this because I did it on Sunday night. (laughs) It's Wednesday. You've noticed I haven't done it in a few days. It's not about perfection. (laughs) So 10 or more push-ups, um, five times or more per week. So that's a very practical thing. What about you? Do you want to go for a walk? I'm going to be honest with you. If you only go for a walk three times a week, you're not going to get fit. I mean, yes, it's good for you, but you're not going to see progress and you're actually going to get discouraged. You're going to need to make a serious commitment to your health. I'm just going to say it. You have to make a serious commitment to your health. If what you've been doing is not working, it's time to do something different. Amen. Okay. Enough about that. Next, uh, let's go on to finances. Where are you at in your finances and what would you like to accomplish? For example, are you ready for a new job? I know for me just yesterday, I completed, um, two applications, uh, started a new application and finished it. Um, and they, they're not jobs I even want to be honest with you, but I'm like, "Mm, I think they might work out. So it's something I could do. I also want a certain number of clients. I want 20 clients on a regular basis. 
So maybe you're one of those clients right now. But by getting clear on what you want your financial goals to look like, you can start talking about it and you'll be surprised what happens. So like um, I mentioned on Facebook that I was applying to jobs and one of my friends in San Diego, I'm in, currently in Nashville, she said, hey, I know you're planted in Tennessee right now, but this opportunity came up and you might want to look into it. And so I'm going to look into it. You just never know. Um, maybe some of you want to uh, save for a new car or save for a vacation. Put a dollar amount on what you want to save for your new car or your vacation in the next 17 weeks. If you get paid weekly, do you want to save $100 a month or $100 a week? Or do you want to save $1,000 a week? Whatever it is, get clear, get focused, get specific. Next is faith. Faith. Um, So where are you at in your faith? What do you need to do to move forward? For example, um, I know for me, having a goal to read the Bible at least one time a day is really helpful. I even have a Bible app plan. Now, do I do it perfectly? No, it's not about perfection, but it is about setting the intention. And so Bible is one way that you can grow in your faith, reading it on a daily basis. Maybe you need an accountability partner to help you overcome a temptation in your life or a sin in your life. Maybe you need a new church or you need to plug into the church where you're at. Maybe you need to start a neighborhood Bible study, something you've always wanted to do. Um, last summer, I started a neighborhood Bible study and it we only went for six weeks. It was totally imperfect, but I loved it. I got to meet some ladies in my neighborhood I would have never met otherwise. And I just had lunch or uh, breakfast with one of them last week, which was amazing. Nancy, if you're watching, I'm talking about you. And I loved being with you, Nancy. It was so good. Um, and what about maybe growing in faith looks like planning? to go on a retreat or even writing your own retreat and hosting it for others. So for you, go ahead and write it down right now. What does a goal in your faith over the next 17 weeks look like? Okay. I'm writing down and circling mine. Moving on. Oh, this is so much fun. I hope you're enjoying this. I'm loving it. (laughs) Okay. In your family and friendships, in your family and friendships, your relationships, what does it look like for you to move forward in your family and relationships? Does it look like weekly dates with your spouse? Or if you're single, what, who's a friend that you want to hang out with on a more regular basis and really cultivate that friendship? Maybe it's setting a weekly time aside where you're going to pursue a couple of different friends because maybe you don't have just one friend you want to see on a weekly basis. You want to see a couple of different friends. Or maybe you want to look for new friends. And so you're going to f- identify a common interest. Um, I know one of my friends in San Diego, she wanted to meet some new people and she joined a group of people, that, ladies, specifically ladies who were going hiking. And that's how she met new people. It was amazing. Um, Or maybe there's an online group on Facebook. You're going to Google Priscilla Schreier Bible study and find new friends that way or art lovers and find a group that way or just something like that. Or maybe it's, um, you know, participating in a nonprofit. Um, I used to love Habitat for Humanity when I was in high school. I did a history project on them 
And um, I just absolutely loved what Habitat for Humanity did. And so maybe for you, there's a nonprofit that you love that really connects with you and you can meet some new friends that way. Whatever it is, write it down. Um, and for me, it's, it's definitely going to be family weekly dates. And um, that might be too much for you, depending on your schedule. So maybe it's a monthly date, but write down something related to friends and family and how you're going to grow those relationships in the next 17 weeks related to your epitaph and your overall life vision, right? (laughs) Exactly. Okay. So next I want you to get a whiteboard or poster and maybe you'll have to do this after the session, but you'll want to write it down like this and you'll want to get pictures. See, I wrote everything kind of like in the middle here because I want to get pictures that I'm going to just download from the internet that represent doing these different things. And so these are mine. So um, under faith, I want to plant a church or find a church with my husband in the next 17 weeks. I want to finish reading the new Testament in the next 17 weeks. I want to speak live at events related to faith one or more time per month. Right now I'm doing that. I'm so excited. I love speaking. It's so much fun. I love it. So if you've got an event coming up, think of me. I would love to come and speak. Um, All right. And then under fitness, I've got my goal weight that I want right here. I've got that I want to learn a home workout routine. I've got that I want to live to be 126 years old. I want to continue doing liver cleansing. Up here on finances, I've got my work and career goals of how many people I want to coach. I want to write one more book and course this year in the next 12 months. And then under family, I have that I want, we want to move into our own home and that we want to um, go on one or more day trip together and also our weekly dates. So this is an example that I just wanted to share with you so you could see what it looks like. And then I'm going to print out pictures to go with these to, to represent them. So after the session, you can go do that too. And if you do it, I want to know, I want to know. So put all that where you can see it every day. Like you'll see, I've got all these boards behind me. These are all goals because if I don't write it down, I'll forget. I even have a board that uh, my son, one of my sons and I just started and it's the things that we're praying for. So whenever something comes up that's heavy on our hearts, we've started writing it on here. And then when we get discouraged, we have decided we're going to start thanking God. And we started writing down what we're thankful for. And so um, we keep this in the living room where we can see it every time we come together to hang out. So I want to encourage you to do that. Um, But what we're going to do right now is that we're going to write these things in a prayer. Now, if you know me, you know that I published my prayer journal. And here it is, Katie's seventh grade prayer journal. But I've been prayer journaling since I was a kid. And I have found that these are hilarious. And it, it's just so much of God. When I read this, I see so much of God's kindness to me that he would give me a heart for him. And so when you write down your prayers right now, and I hope you will take the time to do that. I hope you have your notebook handy and that you've been doing your little uh, lists and evaluation and goals alongside of me. And so now we are going to, um, we're going to write our prayer and I want you to write that prayer and put it somewhere that you can see it every day. Um, so what would you, before you write your prayer, think about this, what would you most want to experience or see happen in your life in the next 17 weeks?
by Labor Day of 2023. So write out your top five, your top five. It could be like my top five, very organized under the four categories. What are the top five things you would like to see happen in your life in the next 17 weeks? Go ahead and write those down. Um, and then we will, you can write it into a prayer letter. So like um, for me, um, I want to, you know, be more fit is probably going to be one of my top things. So um, create my home workout isn't going to be one of my top five. Create home workout in the next 17 weeks. See, it's very specific. It's very measurable. Uh, number two is going to be, um, you know, the dates with family. That's really important to me. Number three is going to be around um, job, jobs and clients. And I'm hoping to get more coaching clients. Number four is going to be to increase speaking opportunities. So that's really important to me. And then actually number five, I think, is to publish my next book. Um, actually, I need to get, I'm only going to do two for number five. So number five and six. Number five would be like um, record the audiobook of Katie's seventh grade prayer journal. And then number six is going to be to publish um, my next book, which is going to be about... I haven't decided exactly. I know that I need to write a book about having been raped and kidnapped and how God used that in my life. I think I'm going to call that Katie speaking live true, but I also want to write a book on coaching. So I've got to decide. I'll just say decide which book I'm going to write next. Okay. So now that I have those things down, now I'm going to write my prayer letter to the Lord. And I'm going to just ask him to bless these things and help me to move forward on these things. And that is where we are going to pause for now. I think that's everything. Guys, we did it. Oh no, here's the assignment. Oh, oh, there's some other tips and assignments. Ready? Each morning you want to pray the prayer and ask yourself, what are the five most important things that I need to remember to do today? Every morning you want to read your prayer letter and ask yourself, what are the five most important things that I need to do to and to remember to do today? So write them on your paper calendar or put them on your Google calendar. Um, I know you're probably like, wow, you use a written calendar. Yes, I do. It looks like this. It's just a regular calendar. I use the same book when I was homeschooling. Not the same exact one, but the same format because, let me see. You can write your goals for the day. So this is blank because it's a future week, but you can write your goals every morning after you pray. This is how I do it. Every morning after I pray in the morning, um, I have a very specific prayer journal that I use. I'll show it to you because I love it. And I'll link it to um, the notes. So it's, it says Harvest of Prayers, uh, Francis Jonas, the guy who wrote it, but it's just, it's a blank book, but inside it has um, very specific areas. So morning and night, I do Thanksgiving, intercession, petition, and then down below is when was the prayer answered? How was it answered? And then there's also a section called ideas received in prayer and messages received in prayer. So this is what I use every morning and every night. And then the ideas that I get from here 
I write in here. So then when I, I don't have to carry around my prayer journal everywhere, I can just bring this or I could set this beside me and then I'll have what it is I'm focusing on that day um, to move forward on these goals. Um, and sometimes I put it on my calendar, but I usually save my Google calendar for um, like my actual events or if I'm time blocking to do something, I'll use my calendar for that. So, um, and I try to do a weekly session with myself. Um, my favorite day of the week to do goal planning is Saturdays. I love Saturday mornings, but it doesn't always work out that way. Sometimes it's Monday. In fact, usually a lot right now it's Monday morning is when I finally get to like, say, okay, what happened last week? Where am I at? What I, what do I need to focus on this week, Lord, to move forward in my goals? And I literally, this is exactly how I do goal planning and, um, setting up yeah, what I, what I hope will be that epitaph that I read to you. So I want to hear any questions that you have, you know, what works for you? Um, what tips have you found to help you move forward with goal setting? And if this has been helpful to you, then please recommend this podcast to friends and family. All of the sessions will be available at katiespeakingpodcast.com, katie, K-A-T-I-E, speakingpodcast.com. And I would love to hear from you. If you want help moving forward on these goals or you want to go deeper on a particular area of your life and goal setting, maybe you have a project or a course or something like that that you would like help making a strategy for, let me know. I would love to connect with you that way. I am available for hire on an hourly basis. You don't have to hire me for three months, but if you do, you get a discount. So keep that in mind. (laughs) What would it do for you if you had me to have a meeting with and do your goal planning and session planning every week for the next 17 weeks? What would that do for your goals that you just wrote down? (laughs) Do you think you would hit them? Probably. (laughs) My clients used to joke and say that I wore velvet boots and they meant that I kicked their butt. (laughs) But in a loving way, with prayer, with joy and humor. (laughs) So I hope that this session has served you well. Um, I would love it if you would think of me for your next speaking event, your next podcast. And I would love to come bless your audience, your group, your church, your family and friends with an evening fellowship or a morning routine retreat or something like that. Let me know what your theme is. And I would love to write something that is appropriate and uplifting and inspirational for your event. Um, So thank you so much. May the Lord bless you and keep you in all your goal setting. May you know that it isn't about your righteousness. It's about Christ's righteousness and how that empowers us to live holy lives surrendered to God and honoring him with all of our gifts, talents, abilities, desires, limits, and talents. Bless you, friend. I can't wait to see you again. Bye-bye.